All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 10th episode. We finally made it to number 10. We can count, we promise. Uh, the 10th episode of the Disc Swap. Um, we are here today. I'm Pythonicus, and I'm joined by both Apache and Raichu. Hi, everyone. Hello. Also, and, uh, uh, are you sure we can count, dude? You sure? Uh, maybe, maybe. Because I feel Alleg like... Allegedly. Are you sure episode 11 isn't just going to be episode 10 plus 1? <laughs> uh... You know, uh, that that remains to be seen, but we'll, we'll only yeah. time will tell. We'll just reset it and just go back to episode one. <laughs> so uh, today, today we got a lot to talk about in regards to tomorrow's relay. That's right, tomorrow. We're going to be doing the, uh, the anthology relay, MGS 1, 2, 3, 4, and the Twin Snakes. In fact, uh, both, both of you guys are involved. You're going to be racing MGS 3. Yeah, we're kicking it off as well because um, not only did they decide to put it on a Sunday, which is kind of an inconvenient day, but it's also super late at night because the majority of the community is American. So uh, me, and, me, <laughs> me and Raichu have to go first because we have to go to bed at some point, I guess. It's, yeah, like, I mean, uh, like, it's, like, it's like 10 p.m. for us or something, right? It starts at 8, but it won't be finished until like 9.30. But like if they did it in order of 1, 2, 3... Damn, like we'd be looking at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning or something stupid. So, and I personally, as much as I love MGS3, and let me tell you, I love MGS3, I do not want to play MGS3 at two o'clock in the morning. No, thank you, sir. Plus, yeah. it's like it's like chronological now, right? So, that's what that's what we're going with. It's, it's chronological. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, actually. Yeah, because you have MGS3, then you have MGS1, 2, 4, and 20. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty chronological. It's close. Close enough. Really. Yeah, it's close as we're going to get because there's no MGS5, so. Yeah, maybe next time. Sad face. So, yeah, uh, I think I mentioned it last episode, but we don't have either Ground Zeroes or Phantom Pain going on because we just didn't have enough participants um, who were interested in running those games. It was... It was literally two people. It was Sparty and I, and Sparty is one of the competitors for MGS4, and uh, the admin team and, and the organizers decided that it was probably best to not have, like, one person carry literally half of the games on a team, so... <laughs> Even though I bet he would. Like, he oh, he would. would. <laughs> he would. He'd do it because he's as crazy as Python, and he'll play <laughs> all the games at once. He doesn't care. And, and the other thing is, he could have played on one team and then played the other game for the other team. I've been like, I've been like, could have been like, I've been like a double agent. Team Ocelot. Yeah, just swap between them. I have no idea. I've been triple crossing them. <laughs> but yeah, we have, uh, we got, what is it? Eight, eight, ten? Ten. Ten people. Ten people ten. in line. In fact, uh, as of last night and this morning, our boy Roy has got them all keyed in and ready to go, and so hopefully, uh, hopefully everything goes smoothly tomorrow. But we're we're gonna we're gonna take it as it comes. Um, but let's let's actually start talking about the the matchups. You two are going up against each other. Yeah, yeah, what? we're racing. Um, 
me and Raichu, like obviously Raichu's ran the game a lot longer than I have. Um, he runs new game primarily, and when I started, like obviously the boards weren't split for new game and new game plus. So I was like, hmm, what's this new game plus malarkey? Unlimited ammo machine gun, unlimited grenades camo. Let's see what we can do with this. And now the boards have been split since, so we have very very different play styles. So that'll be a, a, a real a real good interesting thing that's going to happen in that race. Yeah, um, I I have experience in MGS three, but I've only I've only ever played New Game. I I don't really have the interest for New Game Plus. So like, you you mentioned a few of them, but what are like the real big routing differences between New Game and New Game Plus? Um, so my run is a lot more lethal. I use the Patriot to just mow down guards where appropriate. Like the Ocelot unit, for example, the way Raichu does it is he tranks guards, uses stun grenades. Um, I jump out the window and start blind firing the Patriot at the fucking explosive barrels and so on. So it's, it's that's that's just like that's just like one thing I do differently. Um, it, it it's the more we look into it, the more because you know it's still in, it normally is in its infancy. It really is in its infancy compared to European Extreme. We're learning new stuff all the time. So, um, but the the routes between New Game and New Game Plus are taking very different paths. Right. And uh, right, you you uh, you you specialize in new game. You you were part specialize. Oh you and you and you and Minnie kicked this whole thing off with the normal routing. Uh, yeah, pretty much, mean, on, pretty much on a whim. So how are you? How are you feeling about it? Well, it wasn't really. A, it was a. Well, it felt like a bit of a off a whim or on a whim because Minnie just DM'd me one day and was like, "Hey, right, you you like MGS three? I was like, "Yes, Minnie, I certainly do." He was like, "Do you want to help me route normal with plywood?" I was like, "Um." Sure, why not? I mean, that sounds like that sounds like a thing because obviously the boards at one point were like just single segment. There was no difficulties. Um, yeah, he mentioned you as well, plywood. But I think maybe you—I don't know. This was like a year or two ago at this point. No, it was one year ago exactly. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just I'm just remembering the messages, plywood. But anyway, the boards were just everybody was on one board there was no difficulties because nobody really ran anything but european extreme and mm -hmm. the like four runs at the time that weren't uex were very easy and like they were bad <laughs> sorry but they were <laughs> including my own i had one there and it was bad but that's just because nobody it's like you either ran uex or you ran the fastest and it didn't really matter because nobody was able to beat hikari on very easy anyway at the time because again nobody really it was just always i'm gonna play mgs3 i'm gonna do it as fast as i can with like little to no knowledge absolutely zero routing any of that kind of stuff and then mini came with the idea of like well very easy is not something mini likes to do mm -hmm. he said, why don't we just route normal and i was like that sounds like a fun idea it wasn't really a fun idea because normal kind of sucks <laughs> It's, got, it's like it didn't take Minnie and I long to figure out that normal is really, really weird. And there's lots of like ridiculous guard placements and stuff like that, especially mm -hmm. like the, the aforementioned Ocelot unit fight. There's a guard in front of a window who's just in like the most awkward place possible. And the final guy you have to finish is like way at the very back of the map. And the only access you have to him is by a small little crawl space. And it's like, what is this? What is this? It's like 
UEX was built for speed and normal was built for frustration for the most part. But then... <laughs> <laughs> but, it, is, uh, it is an odd category in the way that... Um, because the, the only guide currently available for Metal Gear Solid 3 is the European Extreme Guide, right? Which is, it's a good guide. It's quite difficult to follow because of like uh, the language barrier of the guy who's doing the voiceover. Um, but it's the only kind of information we have, we've had available for a long time. So normal and very easy, the older runs you'll see are always kind of like carbon copies of the European Extreme uh, guide route. But... Mm-hmm. On normal, if you try some of that European extreme stuff, it just doesn't work. Guards no. don't react the same to things. Um, it, it, it's, it, it's, I'm not saying it's harder. Normal is not harder than European extreme, but if you have to go about it completely yeah, differently. It's, it's like harder in its own way. Yeah. It's yeah. harder in... It's an artificial difficulty because it's like... It's like stupid stuff. Like I tried using the um, multi-segment ocelot unit that they use on uex and the first step to that is knock on a wall to get the very first guard to come into the room so you can get him with a stun grenade when you've set all that nonsense up but he doesn't hear it the flipping sniper hears it so if you do that you get an alert and it doesn't work and it's like i, I just hate this game <laughs> i just hate normal it's so stupid and then there's other little stupid stuff like the bloody warehouse is really weird because no matter what you do, you're going to get an alert in there because the way the guards have positioned themselves as you walk into the room, mm-hmm. there's a guy with a shotgun who's going to ruin your whole life because. Yeah, I, that's the thing about European <clears throat> Extreme is, you know, you're, you're going in, you're approaching a room like warehouse and you are approaching it saying, I don't want to get an alert. And in normal, you're approaching it and saying, I don't want to get hit by the shotgun. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> like, like, I don't, don't want to take and continue on down. UEX. Yeah. I don't want to get bloody shotgun pellets <laughs> lodged into my body for the next hour and a half or so. It's, uh, but normal is fun in its own little way. And it was definitely a fun project to route it with mini especially because there was slight disparity between the way Minnie and I were playing. Like, Minnie was playing on PS2, I was playing on HD Collection. Mm-hmm. And they're not mutually exclusive <clears throat> for them at all. I mean, simple little things like on PS2, your suppressors wear down faster. So Minnie had to route suppressor pickups where I didn't. Mm-hmm. Or Minnie had to do the pain fight differently than I do, because on HDC, you can just look in first person and his bullabies don't hurt you but on ps2 you have to dive into the water <laughs> so it's like a lot of little things that had to be changed between the way we were doing it but it was it was fun and it it led to the boards being split <clears throat> and more active runners because i mean before mini and i route normal mgs3 was dead you know i mean i'll be, I'll be honest i i'm pretty sure that european extreme scares a lot of people on mgs3 because you don't have that, yeah. Uh, you don't have that option for game over discovered. It's just on, period. Yeah. So you're kind of just if you get like, I mean, my first MGS3 run was like God, an hour and fifty minutes, mm-hmm. something stupid, and that's with like fifty million continues or something ridiculous. I was like, I couldn't help that because <laughs> that's just no. It wasn't an hour. Fi- no, it was an hour fifty. Like, in, in my opinion, to learn a difficulty like European Extreme, you really need to learn how to play the game first. Metal Gear yeah. Solid 3 has skill sets that you, you have to learn. Um, and I think with me and Raiju racing normal, you're going to see, like, because I'm primarily a VE runner, right? I, I, I enjoy running very easy in like, every game, and Raiju runs European Extreme. 
And so he's going down to normal and I'm going up to normal. So you're going to see like the way we approach that is going to, is from the way, you know, from the main difficulties that we play. And that's Mm -hmm. why, you know, our runs will look so different. Well, uh, another, another neat uh, difference that we'll have in this, in, in the opening race of the relay here is that, one of you guys is going to be playing new game, and the other one's going to be playing new game plus. You're going to be you're going to be in your comfort zone in that regard. Yeah, it's because I I know like there's definitely small time saves to be made with new game plus. Um, it, like Apache mentioned, uh, the unlimited grenade camo. So there's like subsistence brought DLC camo. So like DLC has been around a lot longer than we might think. It's not it's not new it's been around for a long time i just imagine people downloading flipping camos onto a memory card yeah so they can have like oh it's ridiculous you get like santa claus camo and all sorts of nonsense <laughs> one of them is the grenade camo and the grenade camo gives you unlimited grenades so it's not like infinity face paint which gives you infinite ammo and destroys your rank no it's bad grenade camo doesn't affect your rank at all it just happens to give you unlimited grenades of any kind maker description so using that you can spam grenades at the pain at ocelot at the ocelot unit and you never have to pick any up yeah what it allows is during (laughs) during the ocelot unit i use a strategy where um that you know we mentioned before there's a guard at the back for some reason who doesn't get involved whatsoever he just stands as far away from you as possible and we have different ways of dealing with him right you like goes to the there's a small gap where you can see him and shoots him with the tranquilizer um, but what i do is after shooting everyone with the patriot i just stand and throw grenades over into the hole and it normally takes like two it, it you know it's at least two sometimes three or four before you get him um on new game, you just can't do that because then you need stun grenades for Ocelot. There's no stun grenades between you and Ocelot. And then I've come up with a new strategy for Ocelot where you just throw like five grenades at him to get like an infinite loop. And then you get to the pain and you don't have to pick the grenades up, the normal frag grenades, which we would normally use for the pain. I don't have to pick them up at all. I can use flash grenades for the pain as well. So I've eliminated like a whole menu. Um, and, you know, it's just like a new game plus thing. And I found that because... Uh, I went in with the mindset of trying to get the best time using the best, you know, advantages I could find. And because mm-hmm. they weren't, as I say, they weren't new game, new game plus wasn't split. So I, I, that's why I went, you know, gravitated towards new game plus. And, um, go ahead, Rachel. No, I was going to say, you see, the thing is like new game has been what everyone ran on UEX because stuff like on them, a grenade camera will work on UEX the same way it would on. Mm. the lower difficulties because it's like it's inadvertently the game puts you in the best camo you need right at the start of the game with tiger stripe um but i mean i've tried doing like i've screwed around with like tuxedo runs and using spirit camos that's just messing around on uex but like if your camo index is bad where you need it to be relatively good i mean we usually hover around 25 30 percent but if you're minus 25 30 percent your whole life is just going to get ruined because they'll see you from the next room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in Balshaya and I have guards in Groznygrad causing alerts because my camo <laughs> is so bad. It's like I can't, I can't, you can't afford that on UEX. So that's another cool thing about people picking up the lower difficulties. We can find all these weird little things out that just got ignored for years because, well, it didn't work for UEX, so I don't care about it. But right. 
I care about it because I love the game and I love all the difficulties, except hard. hard <laughs> um, and those are things Mini and I just never thought of either. Because Mini was running on New Game Plus, but his main goal is just to beat Metallica Snake, um, who also used New Game Plus. But even Metallica Snake just used the Patriot. He didn't do anything like particularly special with his. He didn't use any of the special camos or anything. So it's amusing to see when somebody else. It's like always, and you know, Plywood and Apache have come in lately and they've just had like all these ideas and it's like that's the benefit of having people run the game because everybody comes in with their fresh ideas and their new mind their fresh minds and their new ideas like wait why don't we try why are we not doing this Mm -hmm. because this could save us time it's like actually you know something yeah that could save you time why the hell didn't i think of that you know i mean plywood's plywood's been running the game for like two days and he's come up with a bunch of different things yeah yeah it's like tons of stuff man I love NGS3. Did I ever say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. I think it's my favorite game. But yeah, um, so that being said, you guys are running different new game categories, but uh, your your PVEs are fairly close together. You know, Apache, you've got the 118.28, and Raichu, you've got a 121.52. How practiced are you guys feeling? Uh, Raichu's got a 119.48, I think. On new game plus, yeah. On new yeah. game is a 121. And that was no load trick, right? Yes. Yeah, so. Bleh. Load trick. Bleh. I feel completely confident that I'll win this race. Yeah, I feel confident Apache's going to lose as well, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, at the end of the day, right, we we wouldn't, we wouldn't, off, you know, they wouldn't have put us in the, to race each other if they didn't think. No, you know, I mean, like. Of us were capable of exactly. winning. I mean, right, um, <clears throat> no one's going to make a mismatch lineup, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, like... I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's going to come down to... I mean, there's big there's big points in the race that are open to failure, and I think that's like... Wow. something like, like the pain, the pain, right? If you miss a headshot on the pain, for example, you're going to lose, like, eight seconds. Then you've got Great things day. like the Fury where... If you get uh, a bad setup on him, miss a shot on him, he hits you with his flamethrower, you can lose upwards of a minute. The shadow hard can ruin your entire run. A bad boss fight can ruin your entire run. The, the, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of fail points in MGS3 where you're just opening to losing so much time. Mm-hmm. I mean, with stuff like the shadow hard, you can't even help it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You 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 can just drive in the wrong direction, and he'll just turn, and you can't hit him. Like. You know, uh... The the one nineteen forty seven that I have, that's that's the most disappointing run I've ever had because it's yeah, it's got like, horrendous time loss on the Shagohod. Like I was two minutes ahead and I lost every second of it at the Shagohod. Every second of it. And yeah. then uh, the, obviously during bike chase with the the guys that shoot you overhead, right? If you if you shoot oh, a couple no. of them and you happen to catch fire, and then the other one uh, floats over the top of you and just keeps shooting, you, you can die on that point without without even playing badly. You can die at that part of the game. So there's there's things like that. There, there, there's there's big there's big failure points. You know, it's anyone's race. I'm confident. Raichu's confident. But it, it it's a race, man. It's one attempt at the game. Yeah, it's one no reset run, you know. I mean, I, it's like confidence doesn't really come into it a lot of the time. It's just like, do you? Do I feel like I could win? Yeah, if the game cooperates, I can. And I don't do stupid stuff. Yes, but am I going to win? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what? Like 
let's flip a coin and that'll be the answer for that, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, can Apache beat me? Yes. Can I beat Apache? Of course. Does that mean I will beat Apache? No. Well, if I don't beat Apache, am I going to retire from MGS3 forever? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on myself on the board. Yes, I will. <laughs> that was a joke, but I'm not actually going to do that. Yeah, no, no one's going to hold you to that. <laughs> no one actually. The board would be worse for it, I think. You but, are uh, banned. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's enough talk about MGS3. Um, I, I said, agree. Let's, let's, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I don't want to tell you how to run your show, but I think we've been talking about it for too long now. <laughs> no, no, I could go for another six hours. If I, you honestly, want. <laughs> but like, I, I could, but I really think we shouldn't because everyone's probably just like, oh, my God, shut up. Yeah, it's it's fine. I was about to, I was about to to usher you guys along anyway, because uh, we do have four other games to talk about, and uh, we'll we'll just go in order here. MGS One, we have an emulator race on extreme between Tromboncino and Plywood himself. And to me, uh, this is the um, this is the revenge race. I think you know because oh yes, the last time those two raced, they Trom beat Plywood by mere. Codec mashing. That was that was an incredible race. <laughs> I, I, no, I I'm not I'm not lying. What I'm saying that is one of the closest races we have ever That's seen like, on on this channel or or between any yeah. other races we've ever had. I mean, uh, nobody actually knew who won, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it, it didn't. In the end, it came down to the in-game time. Like that was the only way we were sure who won because it was yeah. like. Uh, what's going on? Because stream delays and stuff like that. I mean, everyone has a variant stream delay, so it was like, hold on a second, plywood win or the trombones, you know, win? And it was like the longest six and a half minutes of our lives. As we <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> like uh, I actually, I actually remember the moment very clearly. I was, I was actually at work listening on my uh, on on earbuds on my phone, and I was just like, well this is cool and all, but I would have liked to have seen any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it's a, it's a race I watched afterwards and it was still, it was just like, Jesus Christ, because the lead kept changing every now and then. And then near the end, it just got incredibly close. It was like, holy Jesus, who's going to, who's going to win this one? I mean, it was, and that was to do with the, I believe the all bosses tournament at the time, yeah. which mm-hmm. was, which was a lot of fun. I must say, um, and that yeah. hopefully that could happen again someday. But no, yeah. that, I'm very excited for that race. I I actually yeah, couldn't make a call too. who's going to win. I really couldn't. Big yeah. time. I, I think I I said uh, I said that race is the uh, it's the the wisdom of Tramboncino versus the intelligence of Plywood. Like they're both yeah. real masters of the game, and they run all the categories. They know all the ins and outs of that game. They've sat there in the emulator testing things. You know, Plywood's written guides for it. Tromboncino's written instructional videos for it. They watch every run on the board. They know everything about the game. Like it's going to be a very, very, very good race. And uh, you know that that sort of race is going to come down to something stupid like the rat. Oh, almost, almost guaranteed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course, because they're doing bloody any percent as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> watch now, Tram's gonna fucking pull out this mad strat for Raven. Now he can skip the Nikita or something that we all we we all never knew about until today or tomorrow. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. it's it's ridiculous, and I mean, that, that it is kind of the case that I mean that race could be shifted one way or the other very quickly just based on the rap, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're playing on extreme, so even. 
the tower climb could be the decider. The uh, what's what's after the tower? The walkway. Yes, Tower B. You could soft lock at Tower B. That would be that would be a way to lose the race. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, both of these guys they've been playing the game and and running the game for a very long time each. Um, and their their PBs are very very close. Yeah. Uh, Trom sitting at a 101.52, Plywood at a 101.40 in game time. And uh, these guys really are titans of the game. Uh, MGS1, MGS1 just fosters, like, really, really good players. A very dedicated sub-community. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, MGS, like, the top-level MGS1 guys in, so, like, Plywood, Slade, Iceman, Tromboncino. Um, and they're they're just ridiculously good. I mean, you look at it and it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> How? <laughs> and I, I mean, I feel like sometimes, and not to sound like an egotistical bastard, but I feel like sometimes me watching those guys is how some people might feel watching me play MGS3 with some of the stupid stuff I do. And it's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Well, or if you watch like Hikari and it's like, how do you guys do this? Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I can watch a carry and usually copy something he does, but I couldn't watch Tron Mancino and copy the stuff that he does in FGS1. I just can't. It's like, right. It's, I mean, he's got like, he's almost got the sub 39 on PC, something that maybe a year ago, if you'd said, Hey, plywood, can you get plywood Tron? Can you get a sub 39 on PC? They just laugh at you because it's just, it seemed <laughs> unfeasible. Like, oh, of course you can't. Don't be ridiculous. I mean, what are you talking about? Sub thirty? You're not like come on. Um, but no, they're they're very good, and I'm I am excited to see that race. To be honest, because it's going to be very good. It's going to be yeah. quite something. Extreme any percent again it has <laughs> um a lot of like fail points where you can take a continue, you can make mistakes, you, you you know you can die pretty easily on that difficulty, especially when you have to do things like because you obviously have to do. Um, like the repel and then the weapons glitch and then you've got to go out to wolf too. It's like, it, it, it's a dangerous run, right? It's a oh, dangerous yeah, run. I mean, your whole run could go to hell. Just that repel. If you had a bad repel that took too much damage, you know, mm-hmm. you're running already into some trouble and then you get to like, there's the cargo fight, which is also pretty bad. Um, it's like plywood said at the weapons glitch at wolf, you could fail it multiple times in a row the box drop is another one you could lose you could just lose a minute just because snake won't cooperate yeah it's, yeah it's, or you fall onto the wrong tier of the stairs and you have to kill yourself and reset oh my god I yeah hope it doesn't happen a, to any of them <laughs> it's gonna it's just gonna have like a lot of you know the race overall will be fantastic but it's gonna have a lot of interesting points that are gonna be proper nail biters and i i think it's a race where if one person pulls ahead early it can be brought back like that race is never quite over just because of how dangerous it is at every stage i mean i mean obviously uh plywood and trauma of evidence that their races are not won until the last codec is mashed. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I could give any, I mean, I'm no expert on it on it on MGS, so certainly not extreme. Um, but I have played any percent, and if I could give you any advice, boys, it would be uh, make sure your pal cards properly defrosted and heated up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't see that being a particular problem for these two, but it is always a concern. <laughs> I mean, the pile card can screw anybody at any it's time. A, it's a long walk back. Yeah. It's a long walk back. 
or even if even if you leave the room a frame too early, there you go. Got to lose another minute straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like you can just pop back in for a second or two. Oh no, oh not not in a Hideo, not in a Hideo Kojima game. Oh, you must be joking, because of course, as you know, as a as a piece of material that responds to heat and cold, as it changes form, naturally been removed from that specific temperature, we'll just have it reverse right back. And just undo all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, of course, that's what would happen. Because Kajumbo said so. Genius Kajumbo said so. <laughs> it, honestly. You have to love him, but you also have to hate him at the same time. It's crazy. But no, I, I couldn't even tell you who's going to win this one. I mean... It's going to come down to consistent execution of extremely yeah. hard stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't even say the obvious choice is because there is no obvious choice. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to come down to who's got the fucking stones on you that know. day, right? <laughs> I mean, if, my arm, if I was to twist my own arm into coming up with an answer, I would say Trom because he is the one who's been most consistently playing the game as of late, whereas Plywood's deviated into MGS3 and some other stuff for uh, GDQ. But mm-hmm. it's still, it's like, that doesn't really matter because both of these guys are like experts at their consistency. I mean, mm-hmm. they just uh, boot up the game and they do it amazingly. Oh, <laughs> uh, go on, and we're going to do that, then we're going to do predictions. How about you, Python? Who's your prediction? Hey, I'm I'm the impartial mediator. I'm the host of the show. I can't I can't take sides. That means Trom then, and he just doesn't want to pile on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no way. Um, I'll just get Roy to type his prediction hey, in the chat here. I'm 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 one of two people who do these anthologies single segment by myself. So I mean, he's I, the real and, winner. I'm 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 interested in the show. I'm interested in the show. Who wins? Who loses? Not much. Not doesn't make much of a difference to me. It's going to be a great time either way. No, that's it. Like I mean, at the end of the day, I'll jest and meme about like if I lose, I'll do this, and if I lose, I'll do that. But like, I don't actually care because it's just for fun. Oh, the yeah, main thing sure. is everyone has a fun time watching all these runs. And I mean, if the, if I get to show off, an Apache gets to show off a cool run, and I generates traffic or it generates traffic for mgs1 or two or four and honestly i mean mgs4 really needs it mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that, that's all that really matters you know this isn't serious business um we're not getting down to business here we're just having fun as yeah. uh which is nice because it's nice to be able to do all these fun things together that's going to be really I, nice I when team liquid wins I think it's great that like we have enough of a community, we have enough people who care about doing this that not only can we have like one set of people doing an anthology, but we can have a race between two teams and then also have people who are interested in, you know, talking about it, doing commentary over it and stuff. It's like it's it's such a great show. It's such a great way to show like how passionate the the Metal Gear speedrunning community actually is. Oh, so, yeah. oh, crap, dude. I gave my prediction for the guy on the opposite team to me. Damn. I'm a disgrace. I'll vote for plywood. I'll say I'll, I'll go for plywood then. I'll go for plywood. Then but, it's uh, fair. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, guys are, uh, you, guys are, you guys are saying how, how it's, it's great that we have the, the, the manpower, the willingness, and yeah. the, the camaraderie. I, I do want to give it a hand. I do want to give a hand out to the guy behind the scenes who has 
to put up with all of your junk, yeah. all of everyone's junk. Precious Roy, who's running, yeah, Roy, he's Roy. running tech for yeah. the show today. He's going to be running tech for the show tomorrow. Roy's a beast. Roy, Roy is actually a beast. Just wait till you see what he's come up with behind the scenes about the way he's going to just be putting the race out, doing all the tech. Like, just wait till you see that finished product on the screen. It's going to look fucking amazing. He's done, boy, he's done amazingly. He's done amazingly. He's... Got nothing but respect but for the guy. Nothing but respect for the guy. And I mean, he does this for free. Out of, like, just because he loves us that much. That's it. It's I mean, the passion, man. It's the it's the passion behind the hobby. It's that's that's the one the one thing I do love about this community is the how fucking how much everyone cares. Sorry for swearing on your show so much, Python. By the way, it just right. came out. I'll try and stop now. Uh, it's fine. Next week we'll ha- or next show we'll have Iceman. He'll he'll show you a thing or two. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, well, I may as well let's get it out, right? I may as well let's get it out. <laughs> Yeah, like Roy said, it just fucking happens. I mean, you don't mean it to happen, but <laughs> I think this but, uh... channel is set for mature audiences anyway, so it's fine. So, uh, going in from MGS1, of course, the natural progression of things, to MGS2. Uh, MGS2 run on the PS2 <laughs> Sons of Liberty release. Pal. Pal. Pal Soul. Pal Wait Soul European Extreme. That, you know, that is a... Wait, we, we we talk a lot about Metal Gear Solid 2 and how many different <laughs> friggin' versions there are and how many different ways there are to play it and how much of a nightmare it is for the board, but it's not often you're going to get to see, like, Pal, Pal Sons of Liberty, right? That, we, still take it. we still take MGS2 seriously? I thought that was a meme game now. <laughs> <laughs> Pal no, no, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not only... we have Sometimes we do. We have two extremely exceptional runners running MGS2. We got, of course, Tyler2022. He's been here for a couple of years now, showing up and just dominating the boards. And then we have the new Titan, Limes, D-Limes13. Both of these guys like- can be... Who's been here for about two weeks and he started dominating? The board. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're sure he turned up like last Thursday or something. Who, but, uh, like, who is that guy? <laughs> No, Dan- Danny Limes, if you look at full game records for Metal Gear Solid 2, there are 22 available. Would anyone like to hazard, hazard a guess on how many D Limes has? He has 22. <laughs> That's every, he has every single fucking one of them. Um, statistically impossible <laughs> he also, he's working on all the nils as well like yeah yeah and he has he, he has gone hard on that game hard on that game tyler yeah. not, you know less interested tyler is less interested in runs that are not european extreme he's held the very easy world record and various other records in his time but he's a european extreme player he started on that difficulty right mm-hmm. the pair of them are in exceptional European extreme players. Um, there is nuance in their styles for sure, but they're for the most part, the, the, you know, the, for the most part, they play the same. It's not like me and Raiji, right? For the mm. most part, they do the same stuff. I think there's a difference between like Tyler doesn't grab the body armor. Um, and so they'll be able, Limes they'll does. both be playing on New Game Plus. That's the big difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they will both be playing on New Game Plus. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, um, it's worth mentioning as well. I mean, Tyler is primarily a U- a Ukes runner, but uh, I mean, he's had his share of dominating the wars at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was really he just kind of Tyler kind of ran everything until he got into GDQ, and that's when he stepped back and kind of focused heavily on European extremists. Obviously, if you're going to be running at, at GDQ, you don't want to be like pissing around on very easy for yeah, three or four yeah, months yeah. and then just practice for two weeks before the event. Um, <clears throat> but that's when Limes came along and just kind of started ruining Tyler's life a little bit <laughs> and just making life difficult for everyone as he loves to do. Well, he's been a thorn in not not just Tyler's side, but a few people's sides. Like in, in on the normal board, he oh. like fucking decimated that, and very easy he ruined Macintino's day. So like he's a uh... he's ruined my life, frankly. Um, I can't even look at the game anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, he came in and he 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 just he just provided exceptional uh, gameplay beyond what we've seen for a long time. He's kind of like one of those. One of those guys that you might hear about, like Anon and Kiku and stuff, who you hear about as like as if they were shadows of the past. I mean, he's kind of like there's there's certain people who are just built for speedrunning, and D Lines is kind of one of those people. Um, but uh, I, I do th- I do think you have to have that real competitive aspect to you. Absolutely, you, you have to be a very competitive person, especially in Metal Gear Solid Two, because it, it doesn't matter what difficulty you want to run they're all very competitive and mm-hmm. you know to run them all you have to be an extremely competitive person tyler is as well like you know look at what else he's into he plays magic the gathering he plays tekken he's a very competitive person and that is you know that's the perfect storm of, of two european extreme speedrunners for metal gear solid yeah. 2 and i mean it's worth noting as well that uh while limes is I, I hate to say the faster of the two but if you look at the boards that's what it says He's, however, he's currently, yeah, he's currently got however, the best time. Tyler has been playing Pal Sol for a long time. Um, he's been playing it for maybe the past year or so, really. I think, I think ever since GDQ finished, he kind of jumped straight into Pal Sol. Yeah, the, it's definitely been his uh, his his big focus of late. Yeah, so you know, with the focus, I think the idea <clears> I think behind it was he wanted to be Kiku, um, but. Uh, I know it's been giving him a little bit of trouble with the damn big boss run. I mean, believe me, Tyler, I know how it feels. I I still <laughs> haven't got I still haven't got a single segment big boss run, um, and I've been running MGS two for like three years now, so I know what it's like. But uh, as far as experience with that particular version and its quirks, and there's a lot of them, and I'm not going to spoil them all because I'll have nothing to talk about when I'm commentating the race with her. <laughs> um, but there's like little things that might seem like wonderful things like Olga always goes left first time but unfortunately the loop is incredibly inconsistent compared to HDC and yep. PC and even PS2 substats so it's all these little things that you might get used to from playing HDC and PC for so long that just you just have to unlearn and get used to a whole new because Palsol is not like the others at all it's I'm, totally I'm, different I'll make a um, prediction now that they will both miss the Olga loop because that yeah, is not like easy. No. I've seen. I've been watching them both run it, and they miss it way more than they get it. And it's got. It's to the point where it doesn't look like it's consistent. It doesn't look like it's just something. You, <laughs> something you get. Because believe me, on HDC, I will hit that every day of the week. You, you know, you don't. You don't miss it. You don't miss it on substance. But on Palsol, it looks like something. Yeah. Something's going to miss. Um, apart from that, there's. MGS2 if you're going for PBs that is a reset heavy game and to you know there's no resets on this race it's going to be 
all kinds going on, all kinds of mishaps. Oh, I, mean, oh, yeah. I, I remember I, I uh, in the summer, took a, a hiatus from like speedrunning and Twitch streaming and watching you guys on Twitch and whatnot. Um, but when I came back, Tyler was still doing Palsol. I was like, good Lord, this boy is dedicated. If ever I've seen dedication. But I remember seeing like an Olga loop counter on his stream. And I remember like, what the fuck is this about? And I, I said, I asked Limes, I was like, what's this? this rubbish like why is there an old loop counter he's like doesn't she always go left on pal or is that changed all of a sudden and he's like oh no oh no it's just because it's so bloody inconsistent he wants to keep track of how many times he didn't get it and i was like oh my god is it that bad <laughs> oh no but uh, like the frame rate is both a, is both a godsend and a hell spawn you know so yeah mm. It's, it's so it's so bad that um, Limes the other day I was watching him on his Twitch and he was practicing what to do when you miss it. He was genuinely missing the loop on purpose to practice backups for it. And that's like no one has backups for Olga. And <laughs> so like Pal Sol is the only the only version where you have a backup for Olga. I mean, you either get a uh, you either get the left Olga, you get the right Olga, or if you miss the loop, you reset. You can't do that in a race. You don't always really want to do that if it's a heavily inconsistent trick. Um, what about um, oh. what about Ames? Do you think Ames will play a bit? I don't. I don't think Ames will play a huge factor. I know it's, it's RNG. There's 20 seconds to play. Let's say there's about 20 seconds to play for, right? Between the best and the worst. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think Ames will be that important. It's not. It's not quite to the same level of RNG as the Rat can potentially be. Because I think, like, uh, I mean, Rat, you can lose tons of time when it's a real mm -hmm. uh, pain in the ass. Um, but things like, I feel like things like Guard Rush, um, taking a death on Guard Rush will be really costly. Hold 2. Um, there's no two-spot camera, so their, cam their, their pictures should be fine. Because the three spots really difficult to mess up, right? The Marines let her in. Right. It, I, I don't think I've ever missed it. Um, just there, things there, like... There is no two-spot on PS2, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no two yeah. spot. They're both they're both going to be doing three spot, so it's unlikely to be messed up. Yeah, well, with these two, I don't think the major the major parts where the the separation will come from will be probably things like you know Harrier, yeah, uh, Rays, uh, Tengu skips. Tengu um, Tengu one is a crazy dangerous room. Yeah, on uh, on a um, PAL European Extreme Tengu two. I mean, Limes was testing the other day. You can do the choke method um, rather than getting kicked down by Snake, and it's a. I think he said it was a little bit faster if your health's high. Uh, so there's, 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 they're still looking into stuff. I'm really looking forward to that one in particular, though, because. Last time they raced, it was so close. I don't mm. even remember the last time Tyler and Limes raced. It essentially came down to the Solidus fight, right? Yeah, pretty much. It was, it was, it was a very, very close uh, race on that. If I if I had to make a prediction on who will win, I'd say Limes because I know he'll fuck Big Boss off for time save. I know, I know if he's behind, he'll just drop the PSG one T and go lethal. Um, and I don't think Tyler would. From from how I know Tyler, I don't. I think he would always go for Big Boss over winning the race. Uh, there may there may be a gentleman's agreement in effect on that one. Yeah, we'll, if they we'll... make if yeah if they if I mean if they're gonna make one then fair if they're gonna make one then fair 
But if there's no gentleman's agreement and, and Tyler was behind, he would stay with the big boss method and Limes wouldn't. And I feel like that gives him an advantage. Right. But um, I guess moving uh, moving straight along to the game that I don't think any of us know that much about. Uh, <laughs> from MGS2 to I'm MGS4. Sorry. MGS4, Big Boss Hard. This one is a bit of a... Uh, Ah, oh, Jesus, dude, a... we're, take, we're taking MGS4 seriously as well. What the hell? This is this is this is going to be a hard one to to talk about um, for all three of us currently. Uh, so MGS4, Big Boss Hard, uh, New Game Plus, I believe, um... uh, between Sparty and Sergeant Silent. Now, this one's very interesting, specifically because Sparty is very classically a new game runner. Yes, uh, he does. He doesn't even have a New Game Plus time for the category. Uh, on the board currently. And uh, Sarge is classically a New Game Plus runner. Now, they did make the, the compromise to uh, to Big Boss hard difficulty and on New Game Plus. So there's there's some comfort for both of them in that. But it's, it's really... I feel like this one's going to come down to how well Sparty has adjusted. Because he is a very good MGS4 speedrunner. But, um... You know, only time will really tell how much he's been able to pick up since um, since we've actually put this thing together. And of course, Sergeant, uh, <laughs> earlier in the Discord, he uh, he may have disclosed that he hasn't been playing much of the difficulty in particular of late. <laughs> no, I mean I I have to laugh because I went into a stream last night and he was playing Liquid Easy, and I was like, the the shouldn't you be practicing? <laughs> like, the ball's on you, dude. I said, you're going to race Big Boss Hard tomorrow. Tomorrow, because it was made after midnight, right? I was like, and here you are playing fucking Liquid Easy. I mean, <laughs> I, I think Honestly. it's fair to say, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 is thin on the ground for runners, and Sparty and Silent are about as, you know, the, 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 the best you can get. They know the game really, really well. They play it a lot, like, all the time when I go on Twitch, I see those guys playing it. Um, Obviously, because they're a few of the runners, they talk to a lot. They talk to each other a lot. They know how each other play. Um, I do think that will be a really close race. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be something. I mean, I couldn't even begin to um, tell you. I couldn't even begin to make a prediction. Again, we're back to MGS One. Uh, <laughs> who might win that race? I mean, because while you have Sergeant Silent, who on one hand is more proficient, more proficient in New game plus that's his that's his wheelhouse whereas sparty is more new game centric uh i don't really think going into new game plus from new game is gonna take a lot to to figure out because i mean the main difference is you don't have to really worry about and your kills and stuff. you don't have to worry about your driving point basically. Mm-hmm. um because you just load up a save file with all the good stuff that you need and away you go i mean i believe sparty it's funny because and I'm not getting into this rubbish, but obviously we had some some a certain runner uh, exiled from the boards recently for one reason or another. I mean their record at the time, as it was, stood for a long, long time. Uh, Sparty picked up New Game Plus like Fortnite three weeks ago, and he beat that record already. So <laughs> I think that's that says a lot about Sparty, you know, as a runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sparty is, I, I actually remember somebody said before, um, 
relating to Sparty was uh, he's one of those guys that can just pick up a game, really <laughs> bloody good at it, very bloody quick, and just pull off ridiculous runs. I mean, I remember he just kind of came out of nowhere, got an MGS2 big boss run. <laughs> then he went on to MGS1. Then he did a Fox and running three. Then he was learning four. And he was just tearing through the boards. I mean, not always spectacular times. I mean, some of his MGS3 times, his MGS2 times aren't anything to write. You're not gonna, I'm not going to write a letter to McGran about it. But right. it's, it's, the, it's, it's the time plus the rank in a matter of days, really. It didn't mm-hmm. take very long to get these times. So, so he, he, he can just kind of, I find that despite the fact that New Game Plus isn't his thing, He's such an incredibly quick learner. I don't think it's going to hinder him in any fashion whatsoever. Um, yeah, if he has to make changes to, to what he's used to, he's going to pick it up quickly. Yeah, I agree. He, he can kind of turn his hand to anything. You know, he can... He, if, if that's it. Like, I mean, he, if he needs to do it, he'll do it. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean it's incredible because I watched them uh, the last couple of weeks. He was learning MGS5 PSNK. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a, I believe he beat one cool man's PS4 time and that, and then not too long after he was straight into learning any percent. So it's like the dude just can't be stopped. I mean, he's just he's mad for MGS runs. He's yeah, mad. For um, and it is worth mentioning that Apache, or sorry, not Apache. My my apologies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Smarty is actually turning his eyes. I think pretty much once this relay is over and all the preps and stuff are done. He is turning his eyes um, at some point towards doing a, his own single segment anthology, his one through Phantom Pain. So, I mean, you know. a, I mean, and no man, no better man. I mean, somebody who literally knows all the games back to back. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good to it's good to see it happening. Eventually, you know, we will be able to just have an anthology, and that would be something to behold as well. Absolutely, and I mean, it's 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 also like if you went to the MGS4 board. And you went on new game. You see Sparty is a he's at the top of everything um, mm-hmm. for new game, and it's the same thing with Sergeant for new game plus, uh, with the exception of the boss extreme where Sparty obviously has that aforementioned record. But I mean, Sergeant has been running this game for a long time, and yeah, I often absolutely. find that experience, especially when it comes to races, is what benefits you more than mm-hmm. being a fast fast as fuck like yeah everybody can do like a reset heavy stream where they just push out a really nice time but not everybody can do that can be consistent and have all the backups in their mind and so yeah the player who's played for longer they they understand the nuance and when they get faced with a weird situation a guard doesn't do something that they usually do or something a bit out of the ordinary happens or your ammo counts a bit different from what you used to a player who's played the game longer is more comfortable in that situation and i think they're more comfortable in a race because of that and i think like that that's where um raichu will have an advantage over me in our race because he's played the game a lot longer and I think that'll be the same for, for Sergeant Silent. So it's it's definitely hard to say, but I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I'd like Sergeant to win because he's on my team. And, you know, I need that in my life. But uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't say I'd be surprised one way or the other. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if he lost, I couldn't say, I, I can't believe you lost to Sparty. Um, <laughs> because Sparty's just very good. The, the, the other thing to look at, though, is 
Sparty is incredibly good at all the games. Sergeant just runs one. Right, so right. His time is heavily focused on one thing only. So it's going to be good, I must say. Yeah. I'm excited to see that run. And I don't really care for MGS4 at all, but I'll watch that race. Yeah, so, like, <clears throat> the lineups for both teams are spectacular. Like, truly spectacular. All of the races are very close in, in terms of, like, PB times. Of course, that speaks nothing of what's going to happen in the race. Mm. But all the PBs are very, very close to each other. And MGS4 is literally the only exception because Sparty does not have a time on the board to compare. Yeah. And, uh... He's never submitted a time for it, yeah. Yeah. So, this one, this one might, might be a little surprising in that regard. Because, um... Where I know he has been streaming his attempts. Uh, I haven't personally been able to attend any of those, so I don't know how well he's doing. Uh, so for me, it'll be a nice surprise to see see how how that goes. What um, will be uh, what will be nice for him as well is that he can submit that race as his video for that uh, category. Mm-hmm. So that'll be on the board for that. That'd be that'd be cool. That. But yeah, and speaking of our incredibly stacked lineup, <laughs> yeah, we got one more game, five games on the day, ten players. And the last one we got is between the two. I, I I don't think it's unfair to say the two masters of the Twin Snakes, the absolute giants of the game, Alien, <laughs> Alien, and Blue Metal. Now we've seen them race several times on the channel before, uh, and it's usually a very very close affair. Uh, these guys are equal in RTA on the boards. Yeah, they have the they have the exact same RTA time for their records, which is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. It's just come down to some sort of difference in the loads, but uh, yeah. TTS Extreme, Twin Snakes Extreme, it's going to be one uh, one heck of a show. I think like due to the way they really went at that game with the emulator. Um, and looked into every single screen and every single little detail of that game. That run is so incredibly precise. It's so it's such a it's such a high level run. Um, it, I mean, just on its own, it's a spectacle to watch. And uh, when you when you, you know when you get someone like Plywood and to explain actually what's going on and, and the and the nuance of it, it's 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 a very very interesting game. Very very difficult one to be good at too. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be something to say the least. I think uh, Alien and Blue, both of them, they haven't played in a little while, right? Like, I know they, I know they've played recently for for practice leading up to the marathon, but before that, they, you know, they'd sort of been become happy with their times and moved on to other games. Um, I think Alien's playing Final Fantasy X at the moment, um, but. You know, it's like riding a bike, right? These sort of things don't leave you. Obviously, you need to de-rust, but uh, you know, I think they'll be just as good as when they got their PBs and that a year ago. Oh yeah, these guys, these guys have definitely been uh, been been putting in the work to make sure to put on the best show they can. They wrote the book on TTS, really, right? And and obviously mm -hmm. Py Python as well. I don't want to, I don't want to say you know you weren't involved or anything. They're like, but these guys wrote the TTS Bible, as it were. I I am not involved actually, so <laughs> I thank you for the credit that 
isn't actually due to me. No, did that uh, say Python? I meant plywood. Python invented TTS. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, he, yeah. he is TTS. No, uh, plywood and furry are the guys who do a lot of the theory crafting, as well as you know, Aerlian and blue metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, furry is just the. He's inhuman, really, when you think about it. I mean, he is, according he is to the Guinness... Yes, according to Guinness Book of Records, he is speedrun. Um, he is speedrun, yes. He verified Erlian's world record run, <laughs> which is verified by speedrun. Yeah, that's uh, it. T- Team Solid's Erlian is in uh, the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't want to brag, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, um, yeah, shout, shout out War Guy as well. The guy's a master. Oh, yeah. The guy's yeah, an yeah. absolute master. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not over familiar with TTS because um, I really don't like the way it plays on the GameCube controller. If I'm honest with you, um, but the game to watch is very very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we could just talk about everybody who made some sort of um, difference to the game, but I think we'd be here for days. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the likes of with Alien and Blue, JMC, Furry, Wall Guy, Plywood. Um, I mean, those guys came along. They absolutely tore that game up and down, and they and they they created something unbelievable. You know, I mean, I think that's the I think that's the power of when you when you've got a game that runs well inside of an emulator, you can like you yeah, can do a lot with it. If we if we could run MGS three inside an emulator and like set set um what they called save states and things like that, like. You you really can tear a game apart with that, and, yeah, and I'm not I'm not I'm not discrediting the work they've done, but like when because they had the tools there. Well, I mean, they... it just takes the tedium out of uh, reset rooms and stuff. You know mm. what I mean? Because the thing is, you can always reset the room to have the exact same circumstances when you walked right into it. You know, and sometimes if you just take a continue uh, in places like the tank hangar when they were developing strats for say that. If you take a continue at the tank hanger, the tank hanger changes completely. Mm-hmm. Patterns and stuff are different. So not having the um the uh the save state would just make that a nightmare because you have to exit the game, load a save, go back through the heliport. <laughs> I don't think Furry would have had the patience to find a lot of the stuff he did. I'm I I'm not uh, I'm not crazy familiar with TTS, but I have watched a lot of Joseph Joestar playing it. And I would say that like the tanks are hard boss, right? <laughs> That's a big yeah, fail the point. Tank, I think probably <laughs> the, boss. It, the tank's a bit rough in Twin Snakes, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't look easy from watching streams of it. Yeah, it doesn't look easy. Um, I mean, especially on Extreme, it's just it's apparently it's hell. And there's something that, again, these guys had an issue and uh, they worked together to kind of create some way of... like. I think the way it works now is like, if you throw a magazine and shoot them in the head, it counts as if that was a stun grenade or something. Yeah. Just something so stupid that makes absolutely no sense. But a bunch of guys just fucking around just came up with this ridiculous <laughs> idea that, like, let's chuck a magazine at a tank, tr- shoot someone in the head, and it's going to count as a stun grenade. Down. It's like, excuse but, uh, me? What? But, uh, yeah, no, that's... God bless, honestly. To uh, to speak of the bosses, actually, the bosses have probably seen the most work out of any of the bosses in any of the Metal Gear Solid games in Twin Snakes. Uh, for instance, uh, I think they're on either the third, fourth, or fifth iteration of the ninja fight. Yes, the ninja. <laughs> Remember, 
I don't know if any of if you guys remember, but I remember when the Ninja Fight had frame perfect inputs. Yeah, I remember that shit show. Not that I ran the game, but I just remember it. Um, and yeah, and Plywood brings up in chat as well. Mantis himself has also gone through at least roughly ten. Yeah, that's, I actually remember that as well. I'm normal. I, I just remember briefly that it was faster to use lethal and then it was faster to use the m9 and then again it was faster to use lethal again so it's like <laughs> it's always like and it's just how gay it's like it's like uh apache and i have mentioned you know making a guide for mgs uh tree is just going to be it's not worth doing right now because how quickly it could change just like that i mean if you look at like twin yeah tanks, yeah, I mean, just changed, you know. I mean, I was, I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna put together, you know, a, little, a nice little guide for this very easy. And then Plywood came along and he changed like eight things, and then I changed like <laughs> five things. I was like, oh god, thank god I didn't make it because like it's half of it would be wrong now. You just obsolete your guide within minutes, like yeah. You know? So just imagine like making. I mean, there's so many videos floating around about how to do the thing. I mean, Wall Guy on his emulator run had this like, he got all the frame perfect hits on the Ninja, and then. I think it was only a couple of weeks later, Furry came and was like, oh, by the way, we can just loop him in phase one, lol. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, cool. At least now. And now the ninja had turned from like, the ninja had become an annoying fight to a bloody difficult fight to basically a really, really easy fight that you just, it's just easy now. Anybody can do it. I mean, I can do it for Christ's sake. Um, yeah. And it's stuff like that, it not only benefits the speedrun, but also makes it more accessible. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. how many people want to run a game where you frame-perfect inputs in a fight that's about 15 minutes into the game? And it's like, nobody wants to do that. Like, you know, it's not fun. It's, it turns people away, and even the high people just are just like, Jesus, do I really want to run this again? And, I mean, you have, like, early and who, you know, spend four hours RTA to uh, save five seconds at the... Uh, at the torture scene or whatever, but he's like the crazy prison roll thing or whatever. Oh yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's just like there's just so many ridiculous little things. We're, we're gonna hit, we're gonna see stuff like that in the run, and and Fairy's doing commentary, right? So mm -hmm. he'll be able to point out all this stuff as well and explain it to the yep. to the viewer like me that might not understand what the the, is, the uh, technical aspects that are going on. What I think yeah. you meant to say was speedrun is doing commentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, have, I have had the pleasure of being on a co-coms with Furry on one of the Twin Snakes runs uh, within the last year. The guy definitely does know pretty much everything about the game. Yeah. I, I, oh, I couldn't absolutely. think of. I couldn't think. I can think of very few other people who could who could bring that sort of knowledge I mean, and and clarity to the run. The thing about the thing about Furry is he doesn't just know the speedrun or the strats. I mean, Furry can tell you about the game in so far as he can tell you how much, how many hit points Mantis has, and how much hit, how much damage an Akita swing will do versus a punch. It's like he knows if there's something he doesn't know, it's inaccessible information. I mean, he's looked at the memory values and all this kind of other stuff in G Engine and what. I mean, he's basically just he's one step away from just having ran a task of MGS <laughs> things. It's like I know a lot about MGS three, but like if you ask me how many how much hip how many hit points does a shot of your M nineteen or M A one do? I'm uh, shoot somebody if you shoot a guard six times he's dead, so I guess it does one sixth of a hit point. I don't know. Like <laughs> I have no idea. I never I don't know 
how many meters away guards can see you depending on your camo index and stuff like that. It's just like it's incredible knowledge. And it's, yeah. and it really helped everybody kind of advance the game. And it's it's never it's like one of these things, it's never the effort of one person. It's always like a collective group of people. It's like when I have plywood and Apache, even though they're in an opposing category to me, um, it still benefits me because these guys are here and they're improving the run for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like these little things help you, but they also help everyone else. And I mean, for Furry, Furry doesn't really run the game that much anymore. Um, so all of his kind of finding and stuff was, it didn't, it was a completely unselfish act. Um, yeah. It didn't benefit him whatsoever because he didn't tend to run the game really anymore. He was just finding for uh, a group of his friends and people he really cared about you know on speedrunners he admired and whatnot he mm-hmm. did the same thing with what's that game called Mega Man legends yep um yep. there's another like blue and early and are also incredibly proficient at that game there's a game i'm terrified mm-hmm. of it's like you know you go on the leaderboard and their names are right at the top you know it's like wherever they go they go with each other and they just <laughs> they, know, they really they really pour themselves into the craft it's it's absolutely. definitely it's like if ever there was a group of people, two guys who are built for speedruns, those two, because no matter what, they just take over, you know. And it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's incredible to see, frankly. Yeah, but I mean, I could not tell you who's going to win that race. Um, and I know I've said that about like the last three, but I'll go with Blue, just because I've seen Erlian have some unfortunate flubs and races with lasers and stuff. So mm-hmm. the thing, the thing you've the, got to appreciate about Erlian is. He's the youngest runner out of everyone in the race. He's the he's twenty years old, right? He's the youngest runner, and I think he will feel nerves more than other people just naturally because of his age. And I think that's might what might have affected him in the past, you know, when he's when he's flubbed in runs. But mm. I believe I believe in him. I think he'll take it this time. Well, I think the thing is, it's not even his like his age or. How he might be nervous or whatever. Like early and just does not give a fuck. He speedruns like he doesn't give a shit about anything. It's like every run for early and is like his last run, and he just wants to have it be as fucking yolo as possible. <laughs> all of the craziest nonsense you've ever seen in your life, and the boy doesn't care. And God bless him for it, honestly. Um, I think something people need to understand about the race, um, and like obviously we have a laugh, and we're like, "Well, oh, team solid's going to win, team it's going to win," and you know, yeah, yeah, you shit talk your opponent and that. But what it really is is like a, a community effort of how good we actually are at these games, and how much work we've put in in sort of routes, and how much we've, how much we know about the games, and how much we can do, and how far we can push them, and it, that's that's what it's really about. It's a real showing that like as a as a community we've just put hundreds of hours in into this stuff and it's it's just going to be amazing now I'm, I'm looking forward to it so much oh yeah this is so um as 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 you posted apache as you posted on the the uh the website article leading up to this uh we are looking to do this more often we are looking to do this about every three months or so but this is essentially the culmination of everyone's work in the series in total. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we're missing a few games here and there to, to call it a, I guess, to call it a true quote unquote anthology. How pedantic you want to be about that? Yeah, I mean, like, where's Peace but, <laughs> but the uh, But the fact of the matter is, 
there is a lot of overlap in the MGS series for runners. Like Apache, you run one, two, and three. Right, you you want you run one, two, and three. I I run too many of them. Uh, <laughs> I run all all of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's literally displaying what we as a community have done in the past 10, 15 years. Wait, did you say I only run one game? No, I said you run one, two, and three. Oh, no, I don't. I just run three and peace buffer. Oh, well, right. Yeah. I don't run MGST anymore. That game is he has the. He has the. He has. <laughs> I don't know. MGS2. What a meme, dude, honestly. But uh, no, continue, Python, sorry. But yeah, the uh, T- Twin Snakes is the anchor for the for the uh, for the relay for the marathon. Like I said, the two are tied RTA at fifty six minutes and some. Uh, they are five seconds apart in game time. So that is that is a lot of pressure. Um, depending on how like the rest of the team does, of course. But that's a lot of pressure to be putting on these two guys. But I think I don't. I c- I couldn't honestly think of two better people. To, to bring up the bring up the caboose on the train, mm. as it were. No, I'm definitely like I'm no twin snakes runner. I've dabbled in it here and there. Um and maybe one day soon I might buy a GameCube and play it again. Um but I mean it's definitely nice to see it involved in a race because yeah. it is the forgotten Metal Gear, really, isn't it? I mean, obviously there's much more forgotten ones such as like Acid and <laughs> rising um but it, out of like the main the main ran games it, it tends to get kind of put on the side and not really talked about or, and it's nice that we as a community do involve it as much as possible like, oh yeah i think it's fair to say as well future anthologies they're not going to necessarily be the games that are ran in this one like we could see stuff like ghost babble metal gear metal gear 2 etc and you know even possibly acid it's just being routed at the moment like we could see an acid race in the future um if you run a game if you run a metal gear any of the metal gear games you're interested or you're interested in learning one pick it up and then submit to the to the anthology race in the future it's a good chance it'll get thrown in there yeah, an MGSR and we'll we'll teach you by uh we'll make you learn. Ways. We have our ways. Uh, yeah, and uh of course as as we generally tend to do as we close things out on the show, we have absolutely got to shout out the uh the website, metalgearspeedrunners.com, uh including the wiki. So if you do want to learn any of the games, all the information is there for you, presented in as nice a fashion as we can possibly manage. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of people working behind the scenes to make sure that, um, you know, everything looks generally presentable and is, uh, uh, like I said, a very, very good resource to draw on. It also includes articles written by community members, uh, which, as we mentioned last episode of the Disc Swap, we, uh, we mentioned that these articles are opened up for anyone who wants to, uh, try their hand at writing one. Of course, uh, Apache was not previously on the writing team, but we've gotten one from him regarding the anthology relay. Yeah, that was uh, fun. I enjoyed writing that. Yeah. We've also, on the website, got links to the Twitch channel we are currently streaming this live to, twitch.tv slash Metal Gear Speedrunners. It's got a link to our YouTube channel where all of the VODs for 
both disc swap and any future marathon or event runs happen, uh, they will be posted to that YouTube channel. And of course, the disc swap itself has a home on Spotify, Anchor, and Podbean. Uh, just uh, open up any of those services and search up the disc swap or MGSR, and you should find it pretty quickly. So, uh, <laughs> any closing thoughts from you guys? Uh, team Solid's going to win the race free. Anyone on Team Liquid's a loser. I'll counter that point by saying Liquid is the dominant <laughs> one to fight what the game would have you believe. Um, Solid Snake was the inferior twin after all. Nah, good, good, confirmed it. good luck to everyone in, uh, in the race. And I, I just hope everyone plays the best. You know, that, that that would be the best situation, in my opinion. Everyone playing to their absolute strengths and, and you know, it's going to be a joy to watch commentate, play in and be a part of. Mm-hmm. Good, luck, good luck to everyone except everyone on Team Solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say Mayor Olga's Luke, except if you're on Team Solid. Um, <laughs> Mayor your Fury go left unless you're on Team Solid. May your laser roll go good on the show team solid, etc., etc., etc. I don't know anything about MGS uh, four, so I can't comment on that. Oh, and God Dreb- for Blyward, Dreb- obviously. Some about Drebin, Drebin something. Yeah, maybe may, may Drebin's monkey hope, give you hope, all of the sodas. Hope you get loads of Drebin points. I hope Drebin's monkey steals all your cigarettes. So <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, them. MGS four. I wish I knew more about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Sparty should definitely watch the cutscene with Drebin's monkey uh, stealing snake cigarettes. Not for <laughs> not so he loses the race, but just because that's a great a great. Uh, Sergeant would do it, but I've heard uh, that Sergeant's copy of the game will freeze if he does that, so it has to be. Um, sorry about that, Sparty, but I mean, it's a, just take it for the team, please. But uh, yeah. Again, anthology relay tomorrow. Uh, we got schedule up somewhere up in the chat. Um, I'm excited. We're going to be starting sometime in the uh, early afternoon, I believe. And, uh... Is there like 8 o'clock, mate? What are you talking about? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, there it is. Uh, starting 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be running pretty much all night. Tomorrow we'll have an announcement in the Discord, so join the Discord. Uh, and, yeah. uh... You know, if you're not in the Discord. What are you doing with your life? Oh, 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 oh! One more thing. One more thing. Very important oh. announcement. GDQ Games List comes out tomorrow, and we will have an announcement at the end of the relay, uh, in one form, fashion, or otherwise. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. If uh, if 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 there's any MGS games at the uh, at GDQ, we will let you know. So just make sure to get your briefcases in today. Um, <laughs> Before post, before the post closes, uh, I personally have submitted about a quarter of a million dollars in bribes. So anyone's free to match that. Um, you know, get a really bulky briefcase and just fill it with money. Uh, any currency will do. <laughs> just, uh, just mark it for right user run if you don't mind. Um, that's not mandatory, but I'd appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> yes. So yeah. <laughs> we will uh we'll be back tomorrow starting off at 3 p.m eastern with mgs3 with apache and Raichu, and uh we'll be we'll be going on through the night with a bunch of mds games 
MGS speedruns from fantastic runners, fantastic commentators, our, our, our man on the inside, Roy. And uh, we hope to see you all there. Our boy, Roy, dude. Honestly. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Oh, absolutely. This was a fun way to spend two hours. <laughs> for sure. Oh, wait a minute. I know your game. I could have been practicing for two hours. You're a saboteur. You're a saboteur. Damn. Damn, sabot- I sabotage both of you, if that makes any difference. <laughs> you damn saboteur. <laughs> Who paid you to do this? Was it Plywood? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Team right. Solid? <laughs> um, but uh, thank you guys for, for watching, for listening, and we will see you guys later. Peace.